Welcome to Ladies Roadmap Podcast. Are you at the point in life where you finally have the time to think about your dreams and desires, but maybe you don't even know what those are anymore? If you're ready for positive change and an enriched life, then come along as we interview thought-provoking guests that will inspire and motivate you. We are also going to bring you practical steps on how to use journaling to illuminate your thoughts, which can then turn your dreams into reality. Hello, ladies. This is Joe Jamie Tyler. And I'm Lana Helda. Lana, today we're going to talk all about habits. You know, when I think about habits, Joe Jamie, the first thing that comes to my mind is bad habits. I start thinking about my bad habits. <laughs> we're not going to talk about bad habits today, Lana. We're going to go on a positive note, and we're going to talk about the benefits of good habits. And basically, we're going to talk about the tendencies and how they can and do create positive change in your life. Well, you know, Jamie, forever, you've talked about Gretchen Rubin and how much you love her, and you've talked about these tendencies. And it I have to confess, I haven't read her book on tendencies to this day, but I've learned a lot by listening to her podcast and listening to you about the tendencies. So I can't wait for you to tell us what tendencies are, what you mean by this. Well, I think what we're really talking about is creating new habits and what's going to make us stick to a new habit. Because we all know the New Year's is coming up, right? And we all are going to put our New Year's resolutions out there and, and try to make 2019 the best we can be. But how are we going to do that? So I love Gretchen's concept, and I think you're going to learn a lot today. So stay with me here. It's a little bit complicated. To answer your question, Lana, about tendencies, I first have to talk about expectations because a habit is an expectation that you have about doing the habit. And there's two types of expectations. There's outer expectations. What do you think that would be, Lana? Whatever you think other people want from you. Perfect. So if... I ask you as a friend to pick me up from the airport. Then I'm expect you're expecting me to be on time. I am, but that would be me, you know. But then, on the other hand, if I said to myself, um, "I want to go to the gym and exercise on a weekly basis," that would be an inner expectation. So there's two types: outer expectations and inner expectations. So when you look at tendencies, there's four types of people. This is a really cool thing because if you understand what other people are, we might have more empathy for them. Well, that's what I love that that she really pushes home is that you can your tendencies can overlap and you may be a little bit of each, but think about the times that you've been so frustrated with someone because you just, why are they like that? Why do they keep doing that one thing that's driving me crazy? And it's because, what to Jamie, you're going to explain, it's because maybe that's just their tendency. Exactly. The first tendency we're going to talk about today is called an upholder. So an upholder readily accepts both inner and outer expectations. They were probably the goody two-shoes at school <laughs> that was always getting their homework on, you know, before it was even due. You know, the teacher asked them to do homework. They got it done. So they put, they're like the type A's who put pressure on themselves as well as what the world puts on them. Right. You can ask them to do something for you. They're going to do it. They're going to be a dependable friend, and they're going to be dependable to themselves. It sounds like the perfect person, 
but there's always good and bad. There's no tendency that's better than the other. Right. They probably they're probably in some turmoil all the time amongst within themselves because they're so they're probably very hard on themselves. Exactly. Okay. So that's an upholder. Does anybody know any upholders in their lives? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have that many that I know of. Interesting. Uh, I have some for sure. Okay. Won't call them out, but yeah. All right. Okay. So the next tendency is the questioner, and it's what it sounds like. They're going to question every expectation that they have of you. So actually, they readily accept inner expectations because they're questioning it themselves, but they have a harder time. If you ask them to do something, they're going to question you. So, so so, if I ask someone to do something, they're going to say, well, well, why do you want me to do that? What's the benefit of that? Exactly. So wow. we all know these people that are just sort of, they're always asking questions about it. I mean, even little children have tendencies. I've met little sure. children. They're always, mommy, mommy, with this, what's that, with that. They're questioners. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's cool. We can do this with your children. You can do this with your spouse, your friend, your partner. It's fun to learn about these ones. Now, this is the largest group. It's called the obliger. And the obliger readily accepts outer expectations. They'll do anything for you, but they have a harder time with inner expectations. It's just a little bit harder for them. They're always using the excuse that, well, I have to be there for so-and-so. I have to be there for that. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking maybe that meant the person that has a hard time asking for something, but it doesn't sound like that's what you mean. They just find it their excuse for not doing things for themselves is because everyone else wants them to do it. Perfect. Or... Or it sounds like also they spend their time always maybe pleasing other people and maybe not just not taking care of themselves. That is perfect. That is a perfect explanation of it. And here's the deal. So that is the largest group of people in the world. So if you're on a scale of one to 10 and we had 10 people in the room, eight people would probably be obligers. It's a very common tendency. Right, I can see that. And I'm going to talk about, we're going to come back to Obliger in a second because I want to talk about the final one, which is a rebel. And that, again, is a very small group of people, but they can be a very frustrating group to the other three tendencies. Because a rebel, they resist all expectations, both inner and outer, and they're only motivated to do their expectation if they feel moved to do so. Wow. So they're stubborn. Sounds like. They're stubborn, but I think a good way of explaining a rebel is to use reverse psychology on them. So that's, yeah, that's what she talks about a lot is that you have to learn what these tendencies are and who you relate to that and what, you know, what their tendency is so that then you learn how to communicate with them. Perfect. It, and I'm sure a lot of people know about the five love languages. They talk about that with a relationship. So does someone love presence? So you give them a present to speak their love language or they, do they love spending time together or do they love... You know, doing something yeah, for you. What what floats your boat, basically. Right. And yeah. so understanding these tendencies, and they're very simple, does help you, if, even if you're at work or, again, with your children or your friends. If someone, if you're a upholder and you're trying to get a rebel to do something, you're not going to understand a rebel because you're just going to think everybody's like you. That Well, of course you should do this because it's expected of yeah. you. I mean, I would do it. You know, you always think, well, I yeah. would be faithful. Or yeah, that I would, would matter to me. Why doesn't that matter to you? Or <laughs> right. whatever. Why, why don't you? Yeah, interesting. So it, it's fun if you, so I think if you, uh, they say rebels and, and upholders don't usually get along as well, but um, but you can because if you start understanding and have that, right. that, uh, that conscious awareness, it's an awareness. Oh, it's an awareness. 
To Jamie, I think I'm definitely a combination. I'm hearing a few things about myself here. Well, Gretchen swears up and down that we're only one thing. It's, it would be what your natural tendency is. Not It's the first tendency. Mm, yeah, I'm probably in that big category of obliger. And I know really what I am. I know what you are too. <laughs> I'm the rebel. <laughs> she is the rebel. But that's okay because she makes up for it in so many ways. And we want to know what you are. So let's all, we should do the post about that, Lana. Let's post on Instagram and get everybody to say what their tendency is. That, and we urge you to go and take Gretchen Rubin's tendencies quiz. She has the four tendencies quiz, and you can get that on her website, which we will link to on our show notes. We also urge you to read her book, The Happiness Project. So let's go back to these four tendencies and why do we want to talk about this when we're talking about habits? And journaling. I mean, this whole thing is about journaling and we didn't really, I don't think, clarify in the beginning, so our apologies, is we have another section in the journal called Habits and Tendencies because as we have spoken before about on the podcast is that to make change, many times you need to change some of your habits Good habits, bad habits, incorporate new habits. That's how you make changes in your life. Right. And so um, in the uh, Ladies Roadmap Journal, we have something called the Habit Diary. And it's a page in the journal that you can you can uh, take. It's a whole month that every day for a month, you write at the top two or three new habits that you want to... Or 10, whatever you want to do. Exactly. And you write them at the top of the page, and then every day you can check in with yourself and say, oh, I wanted to drink more water today, or I wanted to go to the gym today. Or I did it. And you've got your little spot to check off the days that you were successful, which is nice because it acts as an accountability partner. Right. So that's what I wanted to go back to as far as obligers go. So what happens with obligers is that because they don't readily find that they can do things for themselves if they have an accountability partner to help them get to the gym or take a hike or go to the whatever it is they need help with they find that they actually can start habits a lot easier so as a gift to you we have a if you don't have the journal or you want more of these sheets we have free habit diary sheet that we um that you can get it's on our website ladiesroadmap.com forward slash resource and we have a link for it and the um in the show notes and you can grab one of those print it out put it on a little clipboard by your bed and see how you do with your new habits yeah because we all know habits can be made or broken in 30 days. So give yourself a chance and give it a go. And if you mess up one day or you don't do one of the habits, that's okay. Give yourself a break. Just try again the next day. You you know what's funny? You're saying that, Lana, because I've actually written habits and gone a whole month. And at the end of the month, I'm like, Oh, (laughs) I did. I must not be either. I I give myself, I have to really reflect on it. Sometimes I'll say, well, was this really something I wanted to do? Right. Maybe I didn't need it that much if I didn't do it. Or maybe I just really have to work harder at it. Exactly. It's tough. Habits can be tough. Ladies, we have a holiday bonus for you today, and it's free. It's our special holiday gift guide. And what makes these gifts so special is that they're all produced and created by women that we featured on our show. So not only are the gifts unique, but you can actually tune in and get to know these fabulous women. 
You can find the link in today's show notes. Just look for the holiday gift guide link. So, Joe Jamie, today is your roadblock. What roadblock did you experience this week? That so I wanted to do one about a habit because this is not nothing earth shaking, but it was it's something that was has been very hard for me. So I want to share it with everybody. Um, so in all my makeup wearing years, I've always, as a habit, put on my foundation first, and then I do my eyeshadow. We had a expert makeup artist on the show way back, I think it was number 12. Mm-hmm. Her name was Becky Bow, and one of her tips was to put your eye makeup on first and then put your foundation on because if the dark colors of the eye makeup flake off your eye and get on your cheek, if you have foundation on first, it just sticks to your face. Yeah, you can't get it off. Can't I mean, off. sometimes you can use a little bit of powder, but it's always a problem. <laughs> well, so this morning I'm putting on my makeup I'm thinking, I f- totally forget. I get the foundation on, the brown's <laughs> going all over. I've got stuff under my eyes. I look like I have a black eye, basically. And I'm thinking, Dear Jamie, you've been trying to do this for a month. I don't know what to do. So Lana. just keep trying. <laughs> okay. Just keep keep trying. That's the whole premise. Keep on trying. You'll get there one day. Um, so we also, ladies, wanted to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Janet, who sent us an email. She listened to show number 38 on acupuncture. She sent us an email today and said she loved the show. She went the very next day, she made an appointment at Magnolia Wellness, went and had acupuncture and said, and bought some of the Chinese herbs like we talked about on the show, and that she felt amazing. She swore she could tell the difference the next day. But I think the biggest point is that made our day to know that one of the shows that we did helped someone because that's the premise of Ladies Roadmap. And we love when you when you let us know that something we said works for you. So please go to ladies, info at ladiesroadmap.com and share your experiences with us or tag us on Instagram so we can see something you're doing or a new habit you're creating. And we want to give you a challenge today to... Get that habit diary on our ladiesroadmap.com website slash forward slash resources, or just go to our show notes and we'll link to it and come up with at least one new habit next week that you want to incorporate in your life, either a good habit you want to bring on or a bad habit you want to stop. So thanks ladies for listening. We are so in love with you guys. You've been so inspirational to us as we hope we are to you. And we will see you next week. Today's show is brought to you by Ladies Roadmap Journal. It's that time of year again. It's holiday time, Lana. But oh my goodness, what do you do to get the woman or the girl who already has everything? It's so hard. I find it so frustrating because I spend far too much time trying to think of the useful gift. I like to get useful gifts. I don't know about you, Joe Jamie, but I don't need another candle or picture frame sitting around collecting dust. So what better gift to give someone than a roadmap to a more fulfilled life? That's just what the Ladies Roadmap Journal is. It's a life planner and it acts as an easy-to-use guide to more self-care and self-love. Yeah, it really is and does make the perfect gift. We all need a roadmap. What is your 2019 going to look like? What dreams are you going to fulfill this year? Yes. Yes, we all need a clear vision in order to create and manifest your best year yet. 
So make your way over to the Ladies Roadmap website where you can purchase this delightful six-month life planner. Just go to ladiesroadmap.com and push shop.